You've embarked on a path toward healing and self-discovery. You've crossed paths with probably numerous potential avenues of doing so, like therapy and coaching and courses and more. And within these paths lie more like cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, somatic experiencing, internal family systems, psychoanalysis, etc. There's a new pathway to recovering from trauma everywhere you turn. If you've gone deep enough, you've probably encountered the polyvagal theory and wondered how a polyvagal therapist can benefit you. But to understand that, you will first need to understand what the polyvagal theory is and get clarity on what a polyvagal therapist is, if anything. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a therapist, coach, and the creator of the Polyvagal Trauma Relief System. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken, where I teach you how to live with more emotional freedom without the psychobabble. This podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended to be a replacement for therapy. If you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you already know what the polyvagal theory is. If you've been to my website, you should know what it is by now. I have so many free resources there. But the basic idea, just for our purposes here, is that the polyvagal theory proposes that there are three branches of the autonomic nervous system. These three branches can be basically on or off. Yes, it's way more complex, but for our purposes in here, it's just basically we can, we can see these as being on or off. And when these are activated, they result in different experiences. The three branches of different like felt experiences, emotional, cognitive, um, sense, sensation experience, all, all kinds of stuff. The three branches are the ventral vagal parasympathetic. This is responsible for social behaviors and emotions when safe. There's the sympathetic branch, which is responsible for flight fight behaviors when in danger. And there's the dorsal vagal parasympathetic, which is responsible for shutdown immobility experiences when you're in under life threat. Like I said, polyvagal theory is much more complex, but this is a good enough overview for now. So at a, at a minimum, I would say a polyvagal therapist understands the state of their client's body and how prepared it is for safety or for defense. But like I said, it does get more complex. Polyvagal informed is probably a better title than polyvagal therapist. Polyvagal therapist does seem appropriate, but it's kind of misleading. And this is totally me like nitpicking, I think. So no therapist that I know of is directly measuring the state of their client's autonomic nervous system. There's no monitors. There's no gadgets as far as I know. Although there is, it was very quietly released. And I, I've never seen or heard of anyone actually using it, but there is this like orb <laughs> that lights up in, in a, in a therapy session based on what is detecting from the clients as far as their polyvagal state. So that is out there. I have my questions about it and my thoughts about it. Uh, so I guess, tech, I guess technically there is something that is sort of a gadget and measurement device, but I cannot attest to how accurate it is. So for the most part, besides those of us, or not, I don't have it, Besides those of you, maybe, who have this orb, uh, the rest of us have to make inferences about what our client's polyvagal state is. So polyvagal informed might be more appropriate. That means we have an understanding of the polyvagal theory, which is this biological theory. We have an understanding of it. But we're not polyvagal scientists that are measuring 
polyvagal state somehow or heart rate variability. The polyvagal theory is science. It's not a prescription. It's not a modality. Therefore, there really is no one right way to be a polyvagal informed therapist. The polyvagal theory is the science that helps us understand our client state and it helps us understand their capacity for change. It's not a therapeutic modality. There are no uh, prescriptions. There's no like set of techniques like with cognitive behavioral therapy. There's no manual when it comes to the polyvagal theory. So a therapist could be polyvagal informed, but use that knowledge within their therapeutic modality. A somatic therapist can use their polyvagal theory knowledge, just like a psychoanalytic therapist. Although I kind of think that uh, the polyvagal theory probably fits in better with some modalities versus others, especially if they're more grounded in mindfulness and mind-body somatic kind of interventions. What are some benefits of polyvagal informed therapy? So not all polyvagal informed therapists are going to utilize their knowledge the same. So it's tough to say this is exactly what you'll get. But some expected benefits would include a focus on the client's capacity to feel safe and present. A polyvagal informed therapist has a, should have a really keen understanding of the safety state and how important that is and to be able to bring that knowledge to session. So there's going to be more of a focus on the client's uh, present moment experience and their ability to feel or to be present and to be in their safety state. A polyvagal informed therapist is going to provide co-regulation to the client to assist them with feeling safe and present. And I think any therapist that just does the basic therapy skills is probably going to do that. But I would hope that a polyvagal therapist or a polyvagal informed therapist is going to prioritize their own self-regulation, their own safety state to ensure that they are providing co-regulation. And the other benefit of a polyvagal informed therapist is that they will be able to meet the client where they're at in their capacity to continue with difficult material. And this could be something that any therapist could do, but a polyvagal therapist should be able to recognize when a client is losing access to their safety state, losing access to their present moment's experience or, or being grounded in the present moment. The polyvagal informed therapist is probably more likely to recognize body language or, or shifts in energy that the client is experiencing, like they might get more fidgety or more anxious or lose eye contact, or maybe their voice goes more monotone. The polyvagal therapist should be able to pick up on these things and cognitively recognize it and understand what's happening and then adjust what their, their interventions are. Whereas a non-polyvagal informed therapist could still do that without the cognitive knowledge. They, they might just be a very empathetic and compassionate person and intuitively know these things. I think a polyvagal informed therapist is hopefully more likely or, or hopefully is going to be to be able to deeply understand their client's present day experiences in light of their current and their past circumstances, they will see their clients as a dysregulated or a stuck defensive state. Other therapists might see their clients as a chemical imbalance or some sort of genetic hereditary passed on thing, or they might see their clients through the lens of whatever modality that they're using. 
but the polyvagal informed therapist should be looking at their clients, I think, more. I mean, I guess those things could still connect, but the polyvagal informed therapist, I think, is going to see their client more as someone who's shifting into and out of defensive state, someone who is capable of accessing their safety state and being in the present moment, and that their mental health, quote unquote, symptoms can actually alleviate as they do. Any therapist should be able to provide compassion to their clients without judgment. That's To me, that's kind of a basic skill. But the polyvagal informed therapist, I, I would hope, would have that next level of viewing their clients without judgment and seeing them as someone who is stuck in a defensive state or someone that has experienced an autonomic state shift that they cannot quite yet shift out of. I think that therapist is going to see their client as someone who is not making a conscious choice or cannot will themselves out of whatever stuck state they're in versus other therapies or therapists that might view the problem as, you know, the person's not thinking correctly or simply needs to change their behavior. Someone who is using like a cognitive therapy style or more of a behavioral focus can still do that. But if they're polyvagal informed, they'll see that there is like a deeper level underneath the behavior and underneath the cognitions that needs to be addressed. And then once that's addressed, then the cognitions and the behaviors can probably be addressed more effectively. A polyvagal informed therapist is probably going to be less likely to use a neutral or unemotional presence. I think that people expect their therapist to be this like neutral, flat affect, blank slate sort of person. And that's kind of like, I think that's kind of like how we typically view therapists or traditionally have done so. And even in therapy school, if you're a student in therapy school, you might be being taught that uh, showing emotion is is uh, not good. So instead of doing that, a polyvagal informed therapist, I think is going to have uh, a better understanding and likelihood of being genuine, being their genuine self from a well-regulated place. They'll be able to use their, fo- their, their face and their voice to to convey warmth and to convey safety to their client, to be compassionate. I don't think this therapist is going to shy away from expressing emotion and and being compassionate with their client. I don't think they're going to take over the session with crying and sharing their own stuff. That's basic therapy stuff. Uh, Pretty much includes not too much self-disclosure and not dominating the session with your own emotions. So I think the Paula Vigil Inform therapist can adequately express what they're emoting or what they're going through uh, in words, but also in their, in their face and their, in their voice as well, while retaining access to their safety state and their compassion. The polyvagal informed therapist is probably, I would say, going to be more likely to prioritize their own self-regulation and will see themselves as an instrumental part of the therapeutic relationship. This isn't, this, this should, in my opinion, cross any sort of therapeutic Modality, but in certain therapies where the therapist is supposed to be more of an expert and probably more of that blank slate, in those modalities, that therapist is probably not going to prioritize their own self-regulation. They'll probably prioritize, I don't know, analysis or insight building or being the expert who's telling the client, uh, you know, what what's, what's happening within them rather than uh, working with the clients collaboratively. And part of that is the therapist being self-regulated. 
the therapist being grounded in their safety state and emote or in giving those co-regulative safety cues. This therapist understands that the relationship is the most important facet of therapy and studies have shown this numerous times. But the polyvagal informed therapist understands that they are not simply the expert in psychology, but the relationship with the client, the co-regulation is absolutely instrumental to the client's uh, success. It's not all of it, but it's a good chunk of it. And that provides a really nice, healthy platform that that client can use as a springboard to make change. I also think that the polyvagal informed therapist is going to be more likely to go beyond the thoughts and the emotions that their clients are expressing and are, are probably going to be more likely to utilize the internal sensations and impulses within the body. A lot of therapists focus on thinking and on behavior. And doing so can kind of be frustrating, I think, for both the therapist and the client because there's more going on. So the polyvagal informed therapist understands there's more to their client. And they're yeah, they're going to incorporate thoughts and behavior and they're going to incorporate other things as well um, and, and emotion. But they're also going to incorporate sensations and impulses. It's really more of a holistic, I think. Plus they'll pull in spirituality and support systems, all the basic kind of therapy stuff. But they'll go beyond that and look deeper into what the person's present moment experience is, including their internal sensations and impulses that stem from their polyvagal state. If you want to work with a polyvagal therapist, it is, of course, possible, but you're going to have to do some research. It is not super widespread. I think for you and me, this is kind of probably a big part of our lives, or it's definitely something that you're putting time into by listening to this. And obviously, I put a lot of time into this stuff. But for normal people, <laughs> the polyvagal theory is, or normal therapists and normal people, this is not a topic of conversation. No, no one's thinking about this stuff. No one's really getting trained in this. They kind of have to seek it out. Now, I have heard that there are some graduate level courses and they're, they're teaching the polyvagal theory here and there, but I don't think it's a common or standard graduate level uh, piece of curriculum. But it is growing from what I hear. Typically, this is going to require that a therapist is doing their own continued education and seeking out this type of information. So the way you find this person is by seeking for a licensed therapist in your area. And then as you find people like through Psychology Today or just a Google search, as you find people, check out their website, do, do some vetting, check out their social media, see what they say about stuff or about social about um, polyvagal theory in particular see if they have a blog where they're sharing their information or a podcast. So you kind of have to do some more vetting. Uh, it, it is more it, it is more difficult. It's more of a challenge to find someone who's polyvagal informed and to set aside time and, and to, do, to do that vetting. But the good news is, is that if you do find someone, you have a chance to spend a lot of time with them through their content. And by getting, you know, seeing how they think about things, how they talk, to get an idea of how much warmth they have or, or don't have, you can get that well ahead of time and kind of do a screening. So I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it if this is important to you. If you're in the United States, you're going to have to find a, a licensed therapist who's in your state because they, don't, they are not necessarily licensed to work outside of their state. It's due, just due to state regulations. If you find someone in your state that's too far, virtual sessions are, I think, a really, really good option. 
But if you can't find a polyvagal informed therapist, I have heard from podcast listeners and even I think people from within my Stuck Nut Collective, the private community, that they have shared this information with their therapist. So that might be an option where if you already have a therapist, maybe you introduce them to these ideas. Uh, this this podcast episodes 101 through 109, I think are a really good uh, starting point. I mean, it's free. And I think it's a really good place to to refer your therapist to if you feel comfortable doing so. You could also find a polyvagal informed coach. I worked with someone who was a coach or is a coach and she was polyvagal informed and she was great. A little caveat here when it comes to finding a coach, make sure you do your vetting, um, do your screening because anyone can call themselves a coach. And you know that's not therapy, but based on your level of need, that might be a good option. Another good option would be to work with a somatic experiencing practitioner. These practitioners are not necessarily therapists or coaches. This is kind of its own modality, but they could be therapists or coaches. Uh, and they should be polyvagal informed. I think it's pretty common for them to also have a good knowledge of the polyvagal theory. Somatic experiencing is a trauma treatment modality. And it seems really great from what I've seen just from the outside looking in, although I have looked at some of their materials and it seems great. Peter Levine is the person who created somatic experiencing and he is fantastic. So that's a really good option as well. Another option, depending on your level of need, maybe you don't need therapy, maybe you need a course or two. And so that might be good for a good fit for you. So if you do well with like just learning new concepts and being guided through a course structure, then, you know, check out, uh, look, look for polyvagal informed courses. The main source that I would say for polyvagal theory, uh, education and information is the Polyvagal Institute. They offer a whole bunch of courses. Many of them are for providers, but there are a few for people who are just looking to learn about the polyvagal theory and the prices range from like 50 to 300 bucks uh, to own a course. A possible problem with the Polyvagal Institute courses is that they are, they teach the polyvagal theory. I'm sure they do a fantastic job, but it's not geared toward trauma recovery exactly. It's, it teaches the polyvagal theory, but I don't think you can go there expecting to get like a trauma recovery course like you can on my site. So I have tons of free polyvagal theory uh, learning through the podcast and the blog and YouTube. So I have, I have all that stuff for free, but I also have courses that are polyvagal informed that take you to the next level of trauma recovery and really getting more emotional freedom. I do have a subscription for you I think it's a really good option. So you could take all my courses, all my polyvagal informed courses, join my private community. It's called the Stuck Not Collective. So you get all of that for one subscription. I call it Stuck Not Broken Total Access Membership. I'll have a link for you in the description if you want to learn more about that. I do have a nifty gifty for you. By the way, this is a freebie. Uh, when you sign up for my email list experience, you get a free ebook. It's not like a little book, like it's an actual book book or a ebook ebook. It's called Trauma and the Polyvagal Paradigm. It's a deep dive into the polyvagal theory. And I connect it to trauma, to understanding trauma to really help you kind of like lower the amount of self judgments and to bring clarity to what's happening within you. So sign up for my email list. I'll have a link for you in the description. Thank you so much for joining me here on Stuck Not Broken. If you're benefiting from the podcast, and you want to take your trauma recovery journey to the next level, I invite you to consider subscribing to Stuck Not Broken Total Access. By subscribing, 
you'll gain exclusive access to a whole bunch of resources designed to empower you on your path to healing, including a whole other podcast. Yes, the second podcast. As a member of Total Access, you can you can totally access all my trauma recovery courses, which provide you valuable insights and strategies and practical tools to navigate your unique trauma recovery journey. And all of them are grounded in and built on the polyvagal theory. They are polyvagal informed to the core. But that's not all. By joining my Total Access membership, you'll also become a part of a supportive and understanding community of individuals on their own journey of trauma recovery. So if you're ready to accelerate your growth and to gain total access to the tools and the support that you deserve, visit justinlmft.com slash total access. Again, that's justinlmft.com slash total access. And there will be a link in the description as well. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. I look forward to welcoming you as a member of my Stuck Not Broken Total Access community. This podcast is not therapy, not intended to be therapy or be a replacement for therapy. Nothing in this creates or indicates a therapeutic relationship. Please consult with your therapist or seek for one in your area if you are experiencing mental health symptoms. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be specific life advice. It is for educational and entertainment purposes only. More resources are available in the description of this episode and in the footer of justinlmft.com.